This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. What a night. Can we get some dogs barking? Can we get a dog barking sound effect as the Eagles select two more Georgia Bulldogs? Joe Giglio with you, WIP Daily, reacting to a wild night at the um, at the link. Awesome draft party. Uh, everyone that came out, the, the crowd was was so great. I mean, so many people stayed with us to the end for the Eagles' final pick. And, and what a night it was for Harry Roseman get, getting Jalen Carter with the number nine pick after the trade-up with the Bears uh, in the top of the first round. And then, of course, Nolan Smith later on. I'm going to give you my big takeaways here and, and really my pros and cons. And and I, I overall, the Eagles had an excellent night. I mean, they got two players that I thought would go within the top 10 to 12, you know, within – and they got them 9 and 30. I mean, that they got extreme value. They may, may have gotten the most talented player or, you know, one of the two or three most talented players in the whole draft in – uh, Jalen Carter, and maybe one of the best pure pass rushers from the outside in Nolan Smith. I mean, Howie Roseman is is one of, if not the best general manager in all of sports. I mean, I, I, we just have to say that. Like, that's what he is. The guy will be a Hall of Famer one day because of nights like this. Let's talk about the pros and the cons of really the Eagles creating a true dog mentality here in Philadelphia. This, this, is, the George, this is the Philadelphia Bulldogs. This is Georgia just up here in Philadelphia. So, well, let's go with the pros first. I got three pros and then three question marks or cons about what the Eagles are are doing and building here. Let, let's start with the pros. Number one, they're 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 drafting winners. I mean, that that's it. I mean, Georgia's become one of the premier programs in college football, and for years the Eagles would draft these guys from the Pac-12, the Big Twelve. And it wouldn't translate here. And they'd kind of be lost within the, you know, they were big fish in small ponds. They'd come to Philadelphia, NFL, and they, they just would get, they just would drown. I mean, let's be real about it. Ortega, Whiteside, Rager, they drown. And they've, you know, shifted that philosophy to drafting SEC players, guys that played on the biggest stages in college football. And I always think that coming to Philadelphia, it, it's, you know, compared to a, 
regular college football program, this is like, whoa, where am I? This is crazy. But to these Georgia kids, these SEC kids, these Alabama kids, this isn't that much different. Like, the whole town in Athens, Georgia, or in Atlanta, you know, the, the surrounding city, talks about Georgia football. Same thing with Alabama. It's all that. That's what that place cares about. Those places care about. It's like here in Philadelphia. So I don't think they feel that pressure. And obviously they've won and won and won. And the expectation every day for these top-end program players is to win. And that's what the Eagles are trying to build here. So the fact that they're drafting winners, I, I love that. Um and, you know, the fact that they're in the SEC, you know, you don't have – it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see, you know, Jalen Carter play against SEC offensive linemen and push them around and say, I think he could push around NFL offensive linemen because they're probably similar. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to watch Nolan Smith run around the edge in the SEC against tackles that will play in the NFL and say, I think he could do that in the NFL. I mean, it takes some of the guesswork. out With, with all of these players, there's significant guesswork – on what they could do at the next level. It, it takes the guesswork to an extent out. You know, it, it puts it to a level where you could kind of easily project them to the NFL. So the Eagles are, are really, they've, the last couple of years, they found their stride and they want to keep plucking players from Georgia, Alabama, Georgia, Alabama, but specifically Georgia. I mean, to the point on Howie Roseman and, and how great of a general manager he's become. You know, they were able to land maybe the most talented player in the entire draft, Jalen Carter, because of patience, you know, and and job security. And Howie Roseman always thinking about the future. And I've argued this on WIP for, for a long time now, but certainly most recently with this draft. The idea that should they be drafting for today, for now, for need. And my argument always has been that the reason that that shouldn't be is because they're in this position because Howie doesn't draft for today, for now, for need. I mean, that, that he doesn't. He drafts for the big picture. And go back to last year, they had three number one picks. They only made one of those. Obviously, A.J. Brown was, was traded for the other one. But, and they drafted Jordan Davis. But one of those picks was the Saints. You know, they traded to the Saints for this year's pick. And they were basically, and I know they gave a fourth-round pick, which really, in essence, is, is a very small price to get up to go get a Jalen Carter. I was afraid of trading for Jalen Carter if I had to trade a lot of, to get him because there's some red flags there, which we'll get to. But... The idea of, of trading a fourth to get up for Carter, I mean, that's negligible. That, that's 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 not much, right? That that's not a lot to to worry about. But because Howie was patient a year ago, because he was wasn't worried about his job security a year ago, because he's always thinking big picture a year ago, they flipped, you know, the eighteenth pick in the NFL draft last year for maybe the best player in this year's draft. That is outstanding general manager work by Howie Roseman. So that stood out to me. I mean, they draft winners now. These guys are all winners for big programs. They're used to playing with the spotlight. SEC kids that are easily, you know, translatable to the NFL. Howie Rose's big picture mentality, always putting the Eagles in a good position. A couple weeks ago, Andrew Brandt on WIP, who we had on the midday show, who's also on the morning show, called having Howie Roseman a competitive advantage. And he's right. You know, it's 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 like it's not one move that makes Howie great. It's compounding these moves. When you add one good decision on top of another, on top of another, they're in position to get a Jalen Carter. I mean, they didn't get Jalen Carter because Howie's a genius. They got Jalen Carter because Howie put himself in the position to get Jalen Carter. That's outstanding general manager work. And the other part about all of this when you add it together and now having a guy like Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith – and Nicobe Dean, 
and Jordan Davis. I mean, before I, I get to why I think there's a, a real positive on having all of them here together, especially when you factor in Jalen Carter and some of the off-the-field red flags, when you think about the 2021 Georgia Bulldogs, you go back to college football a couple years ago, it may have been, and it, not, it, I'll say it was, it was one of the great college defenses in the history of college football. I mean, you go back and look at their numbers, what they did, obviously won a championship and beat Alabama in the title game. It is one of the great college football defenses ever. Imagine that night watching that title game. If I told you, you know, the Eagles are going to have four of these players on their defense within two years. Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, Nolan Smith. You would have said, what? Like, how is that even possible? I think in the moment, we probably all would have thought of them all as first-round picks. Um, obviously, three became first-round picks. Carter, Davis, Smith, N'Kobe Dean fell to the third round, partially because of size and injury concerns, but whatever. They all looked like first-round picks in that, that night in that game. And four of them will be Eagles defensive players in the 2023 season. It's it's remarkable. Now, as far as as Jalen Carter, and we'll get to the cons here in a second. You know, a lot of pros that I'm I'm feeling as we we talk about all this on on drafting these two players, this first round hall, what how he's done, and all the Bulldogs here. Uh, and my last big pro on this, and and I'm hoping that I, my feeling on this is right, is that these guys can keep each other accountable because they know each other so well. There's been stories out there that Jordan Davis really kind of kept Jalen Carter in check in Georgia. And then this year without Jordan Davis there because he was in Philadelphia, Jalen Carter, you know, maybe the off the field stuff or the work ethic, it wasn't where it needed to be. I hope that the culture they had together in Georgia, obviously a good culture, can, can now move together up here to Philadelphia, the four of them, because they're young and they're going to be big parts of this defense for years to come. I, I hope that's the case, and I think it will be the case. You know, if, if Carter or, her, you know, just to use Carter because he's the one that there's the most red flags for the work ethic and the drive and all that, slacks off. He's got his, his guys, and not just guys that are eagles, you know, because any locker room he goes into, veterans are going to try to tell him to do the right thing. But his his guys, he's known for years that he was recruited with, that came through and learned together and grew together at George. I think there's something really unique to what the Eagles are doing there by drafting all those guys from the same school that maybe they can push each other in a different and an extra way than we've seen, you know, or if they weren't together. So those are some of the cons. The winners, the SEC, Howie's work as a GM, you know, keeping guys keeping each other accountable and of course, you know, four players from one of the great college football defenses of all time. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Now, let's get to the cons, because I, let's not pretend there are none. I mean, there are. I mean, there are cons to anything a team does in the draft. There are worries. There are concerns. It's not perfect. So let, let's get to them. N- number one, and, and I think it shouldn't be lost in this, the Eagles took a chance on a player that could be a bust. I mean, whether or not they drafted Jalen Carter number one overall, whether or not they gave, up, they gave up a lot of picks to get him, whether or not he fell to them, it didn't make him not a, a risk. He's a risky player. Now, his upside is great. This could be Warren Sapp 2.0, except this time the Eagles don't pass. They get the kid. But I, I do I do think 
it's notable that in recent years, the Eagles have taken players that you don't question at all the work ethic or the drive. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson. You go through some of the players they've drafted in recent years and the drive and the effort and the will, no question. They are workers. They're workers. I mean, they come in early, they leave late, they bust their butts. That, that You don't worry about that at all with a lot of these guys. But Jalen Carter, there is worry about that. You know, what happened with that incident, drag racing, you know, accident, someone lose their life is tragic. It is awful. I don't want to, I don't want to downplay that at all, but that is unfortunately something that 21 year old kids do. They race fast cars and they do dumb things. I, I can understand if he said, I made a mistake. I, I wish I didn't do that. I will not do that again. And I could probably say, okay, we'll give you a second chance. The other stuff, the work ethic stuff, taking plays off stuff that we've heard from GMs who've watched this film, that is 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 also a concern. So they took a chance on a kid with red flags. That that's a con. I mean that that's that's part of the deal. Another con that that I think is certainly worth bringing up and I don't know the answer yet. And I think it's going to take a couple more years to figure it out. I mentioned the Eagles have four players from that great Georgia defense 2021 that kind of you know bled over to 2022 when of course they won again the Georgia Bulldogs. But look at that group as they've started to matriculate into the NFL. Jordan Davis last year, Trayvon Walker last year, Quay Walker last year, uh, Lewis, uh, Lewis Seen, the safety who got hurt last year. Um, now you take the two guys drafted tonight, obviously Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter. So far, uh, and Ringo hasn't gone yet as, as I'm recording this, he'll probably go in, in round two. But so far, as we talk about those guys, those the players that were big parts of that, that great Georgia defense that's been there the last couple of years, great together, are they great individually? I don't know the answer yet. The Eagles obviously are betting on they all are great individually, and we're going to bring them back together again. But the Jaguars took Trayvon Walker number one overall last year. He was not as good as Aiden Hutchinson. Just just, just flat out, he was not as good. Um, you know, Quay Walker didn't do much last year. I, 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 the part of me wonders how much they made each other look better. You know, you put, you put 10 B-plus players in a room together on the same team, they play like an A-plus unit. Instead of having two or three A-plus players, some C's, some D's, a B, and an F, right? And then maybe the A-pluses stand out. You know the A-plus are. I just, I just wonder about that. We're going to find out as the years go on if these guys are individual great talents or they're, they're really good great talents, but put together, they just had an advantage because they were all together on the same unit. I, I think that is something we have to watch for to see. And I'm, I'm not some of the four that are here now. With the Eagles, we'll watch them the most closely, obviously, here in Philadelphia. But just moving forward, how good are these guys? Like, will Trayvon Walker be a star? Will Lewis Seen be a star? Will Quay Walker be a star? You know, will the four Eagles guys be stars? We'll find out about that. That that is something that I don't know the answer to. The another, and you know, I think this con is is more easily understood. But another con, and, and you know, just something to keep in mind here. Is Nolan Smith's size, you know, can the Eagles have a defense with two small pass rushers? You know, we, we I like the pick of Nolan Smith because we, we know they can use a guy like Hassan Reddick. But can you do have a defense be effective, especially against the run and the pass, with two Hassan Reddicks on the field at the same time? Because while I can make a case, and I made it during the draft show on WIP, that perhaps drafting Nolan, Nolan Smith is is kind of a hedge on the future with Hassan Reddick. I mean, who knows? In a year, he might say, hey, I'm underpaid. I want $28 million a year for what I do. And the Eagles say, no way. So maybe Nolan Smith's the next Hassan Reddick. But for 2022, he's going to play with Hassan Reddick. Can you have two 
235, 40-pound guys on the edge together, or you get pushed around by big offensive lines. That's something to, to think about. The other thing with Nolan Smith is just physically at his size and his weight, will he hold up? You know, I, I tend to think the Eagles are usually ahead of the curve when it comes to where the league's going, and they're probably right on this. We're going to see more Hassan Reddick, Nolan Smith's size edge rushers, but it's something to keep in mind. So, you know, really, a night that if I said it to you, Two days ago, two weeks ago, two months ago, they said, wait a second, they got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith? Well, they had to trade an extra one to get back in in the top 15 to do that, right, Joe? They didn't. They got him at nine. They got him at 30. Only a future fourth was surrendered. Overall, I would say the night was really, really productive for Howie Roseman, and this team got better in its pursuit of back-to-back NFC championships and a Super Bowl. There are some pros. We don't have to ignore the cons. They're there. That, that's what draft night is. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for round two and the rest of this draft. I appreciate everyone who's downloaded, subscribed, followed, and listened to the beginning of WIP Daily, a Monday through Friday podcast here. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again on Monday. Of course, listen to the Midday Show on WIP. Enjoy the rest of the draft. Lots of pros, some cons. The Philadelphia Bulldogs, they really, really, really have taken that dog mentality thing to an outrageous level. It is fun, though. Enjoy the rest of the NFL draft. We'll talk soon right here on WIP Daily.